Hello and welcome to Podcast Open Mic. I'm Lorenzo. And I have in the studio Alejandra O'Leary. Welcome. Thank you, Lorenzo. So tell me a bit about yourself. Sure. I was born and raised here in Portland. I'm a Mainer. Um, and I, I'm a musician. I'm an, I'm an artist. I make records. I make pop rock and roll music. Oh, how long have you been doing that? Oh, gosh, since high school, yeah. So, so solo? Since, <laughs> oh, solo, yeah. Well, I always have a band with me, but uh, it's my stuff. Ah. Yeah, I'm a songwriter. Okay. And so who do you, who do you play with? Well, I find musicians who share my sensibilities. So here in Portland, I have a bunch of guys who I love, who I play with. Um, and we record with Todd over at uh, Acadia and... Todd guides us as we as we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. So who who'd you grow up like loving? Oh, the Beatles, of course. Morrissey, uh, the Smiths, Liz Fair. I grew up in the nineties, so I love nineties rock. Mm-hmm. Um but definitely my biggest influence is the Beatles, um, by far. But also Bob Dylan not so much I don't think I sound like Bob Dylan, but just as a person, as like an artist, as like a hero. Nobody sounds like Bob yeah, Dylan. Yeah, of course. The way he conducts himself is, that's my thing. I love his uncompromising, you know, artistic stance to the world. I heard a podcast with a guy who wrote a uh, biography, and um, and he said he's just on another planet. Oh, yeah. He's just his own deal. He's, he's the best. I mean, he's amazing. Just, And I, I am inspired by the way he works with bands and musicians, too, you know, as the songwriter and the way he... Um, he allows the bands he works with to kind of evolve his sound. Um, I that's what I look for, and I look for very inspired, you know, bandmates who want to play my stuff, but who want to bring their own their own touch to it. Mm-hmm. And you go to a concert, and it'll take you maybe a couple minutes to figure out which song he's doing. Oh yeah, I love yeah. that too. I love yeah. one of my favorite Dylan albums is the Budokan live album, where all the songs sound totally wacky, but great, you know all your favorites are completely changed um i I love that he does that so how long you been playing oh gosh i mean i started learning guitar i started teaching myself guitar with a beatles book when i was about 12 so and now i'm 40 so you know 28 years long time so i'm told i'm not a musician yeah um but i'm told that the beatles chords are like some like really Oh, they're far out. Weird. It's not the chords themselves so much as the chords that they put together. Okay. Um, very unusual, um, and very inspiring because it shows you you can do, you can do whatever chord changes you want. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to always do what's expected. You know, the one, four, five. You can mix it up. So it's a good jumping off point to. Oh, pretty. Of, I mean, the stuff. Beatles are. How can you, not be inspired? I, I, I am very excited. I just paid my. Uh, they had a special two dollars for uh, um, Disney Plus. Uh huh. Uh huh. And next week the uh, the Beatles documentary. Oh, I'm in. so excited! I'm, yeah. Yeah. Me too. Oh yeah, that's gonna be great. That's gonna yeah. make Thanksgiving so much better. <laughs> Absolutely. So, w- what's the first song we want to hear from you? Well, why don't we play Trouble? Um, that's a song from my last album that I recorded here in Portland at Acadia. Um, Which is called? Oh, the album's called Sunlight. And um, it's you can find it on Bandcamp or iTunes or anywhere you like. And Trouble is kind of my tribute to 90s rock. I think you'll... 
we were having trouble trouble with it uh until we figured out it was like a 90s rock song and we sort of leaned into that style and i think i don't think it sounds like 90s rock but i think it's like a updated um version of you know lemonheads liz fair that kind of thing okay trouble Tell me about the, tell me you're writing that. About writing it? Yeah. What can I say about writing it? It's, uh, the way I write songs is, is interesting, maybe. Uh, I either 
get an idea from a story, like a story I read in the paper or a story, I, a fictional story I read or a TV show, and then I personalize it. Or I take my own personal life and I turn it into a story, turn it into something that maybe doesn't resemble the original spark, but is a coherent story, much more coherent than <laughs> my feelings generally are. So uh, trouble was how did trouble started with with myself. I just uh, it's a song about um, needing help. It's like help by the Beatles. It's a song about needing help mm-hmm. and uh, desperately wanting help from a specific person and wondering whether you're going to get it or not. And uh, that's where the song came from. I think it it spun off from there. And and I think when we made the music with the band, it became. A totally different kind of story from where it started. Um, I hope it's a story that people enjoy and find compelling. <laughs> okay, great. And do you write on guitar or? Yeah, I write keyboard? on guitar um, mostly, and I I always have to write music and lyrics together. I can't separate them. Um, they're both important parts of the song, so I never I never separate them. You know, I might write down a lyric idea or something and come back to it and try to play it. But for me, like the best songs come out of writing both at exactly the same time. So the words and the music are coming out of you. They have to be so it sounds natural, so they go together, you know. For me, that's how it has to be. Okay. Yeah. Great. So what do we want to hear? What else? What should we play next? Um, Let's play another song from the from the last album we did here in Portland, the album Sunlight. Let's play the song Sunlight. That's the title track. Great.
Okay, I'm going to ask you a question I've asked the last uh, few guests. How did you spend your pandemic? Oh, gosh. Th- you ready for this answer? I'm ready. I didn't experience the pandemic because I was living on a small island in the Pacific. Get out. Called Palau. No. Really? And it, and it didn't get COVID. Uh, so it was incredibly bizarre because we like were one of the few places in the world that didn't experience it. And, but we couldn't leave because there were no flights. All the flights were shut down to keep the virus out. So were I, you living there? Or I was living there. My okay. husband was working there. And uh, we were going to stay for one year. We ended up staying for two years because of the pandemic. And they opened the flights. And we were able to come back in August of this year. Wow. Yeah. So, we. I mean... The pandemic is still happening. Educate me. Where's, where's Palau? Palau? It's, uh, it's in the Pacific. It's a tiny little <laughs> group of islands. It's about three hours east of the Philippines by plane. Uh, it's about, it's north of Australia. It's uh, Guam lies to the east of it. It's about a three-hour flight to Guam from Palau. And what's a native language? Palauan. Palauan. Okay. Yep. And so... Uh, and you said you have uh, little kids Yeah, as I have well. two little kids. They're the love of my life. Um, and were they? So my daughter was born in Palau. Born in, okay. Um, and my son, he's almost six, and he he loved living in Palau. He's the only one of us who learned any Palauan because he was going to school there. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, is there popular culture there and stuff? Not, I mean, not a lot. They... They re- they like island music, you know. They like um, they'll take any American pop song and kind of regify it or islandify it. So you could hear, like, speaking of Bob Dylan, you could hear like the reggae version of "I Want You" anytime on the radio. You could hear you could hear versions of American pop songs sung in Palawan. So that's that's kind of how the culture. That is very cool. That's how the music culture is. Yeah, it is cool. Huh. So why'd you come back to uh, <laughs> Portland? Well, it's my hometown. Okay. Uh, we have family here and, uh, you know, my band is here. So, and my studio is here. So uh-huh. it's a good place for me to be too. You didn't record anything in Palau? I didn't. There, uh, I, I don't think I would have been able to put a band together. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, I thought a lot about music and I, I have some ideas for the next album that I that probably came from there so well and actually i had to go through the whole record release process for sunlight when i was there oh okay. so um Not a long distance that was interesting yeah so i you know i spoke with a press herald reporter at like you know three in the morning my time <laughs> you know it's a like 13 hour time difference yeah. um so that was interesting putting out a record from from across the world cool yeah I'm glad you asked that question. <laughs> yeah. So tell me about uh, how many pieces do you put together when you have a band behind you? Well, generally, so I'm a, I like rock and roll, so it's generally like a like a five piece. Um, I play guitar. I usually find another guitarist, uh, bass, drums, and then uh, piano or keyboard player. Mm-hmm. Yep. And has it usually been the same? People or do you like to? Oh uh, well, around? I've moved around a lot in my life, so I've had lots of different bands in different places. But here, oh, okay. in, here in Maine, I have a stable. So stable where else group. have you been besides Palau oh, and Portland? Palau, Portland. Um, 
I lived in North Carolina for a while. I made a record there with some members of this band in North Carolina called The Old Ceremony. I kind of borrowed some of their guys and we made a record. Um, maybe we could play a song from that record too. Sure. Sure. Well, okay, what should we play? Let's play, let's play Owen. Okay. Too much of a good thing will spoil your dream That's what you say to me That's what you pretend to believe To stop me leaving But you're the reason everyone's running I was 
Have you, uh, I've lived in Michigan. I had a band in Michigan. I've lived in New York City. Made a record there. So I've bounced around a lot. I think now we're back in Maine, you know, for a while, especially now that we have kids. Mm-hmm. And what do you do? What do you uh, do besides uh, yeah. being a mom? <laughs> well, I'm mostly a mom now, but I also teach. Um, like I teach, I've taught at SMCC in Palau. I taught at the community college there. Um, and I'm applying for teacher certification here in Maine. Oh, and what, what's your subject? English, English literature. Oh. Yeah. Who are your favorite uh, authors? Oh, gosh. James Joyce, um, Henry James, Virginia Woolf, the classics, you know. Mm-hmm. So is, is the level of uh, uh, literacy taking a nosedive? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Good question. No, I don't know. That's just always. I don't know. Well, <laughs> you know, I get a lot of texts from people. And it's like, you know, <laughs> it's not you. It's apostrophe R E. Right, right. You know. <laughs> well, yeah, I can't really speak to that, but I, I do like to read the, the older stuff. What else would you like to? Uh, to play? Do you want to go back in history or something oh, new? Or yeah, let's play something new from Portland. Okay. Because we're here in Portland. Um, let's play everything and anything.
what studio do you record in? We record at Acadia, um, Acadia Recording Company. It's on Hanover Street in Portland, not far from here. Yeah. What do you like about it? Oh, it's a great atmosphere. I mean, I like any studio, to be honest. I like not knowing whether it's night or day. Um, but Sort of Ac- like a casino. Sure. <laughs> but Acadia is very special, and uh, Todd, who who runs it, is a, a wonderful person and a great engineer and has made a really cool place for people to come and record. Mm-hmm. So if people want to buy your stuff, where do they go? Oh, sure. I mean, they can go to anywhere. They can go to my Bandcamp page, alejandraoleri.bandcamp.com, um, or iTunes, Spotify, any of those places. Do you have physical CDs as well? Yeah, I do. I do. Oh. They, people should write to me uh, via Bandcamp to get a physical CD. Okay. Great. Anything we want to wrap with? Uh, another song? Sure. Sure. Okay. Let's wrap with... Um, Let's wrap with Dream Life. Okay. And this is recent? This is from North Carolina. i 
Okay. And anything else we want to no, touch upon? I don't know. Do you have any other questions? Um, probably more about Palau. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Crazy place. Yeah. I mean, I had never heard of it before we moved there. You know, really? before we got this job, my husband got this job there. Um, and yeah, it was spared. It was spared COVID in 2020 entirely. It's a miracle. Yeah. Now, do people speak English as well as they do? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The level of English is fairly English is fairly widespread. Okay. So we could get by. <laughs> and if you turn on the TV, what do you see? Oh, both. The radio. Radio is more popular than TV there, and oh. uh, the radio is mostly in Palawan, but um, sometimes in English, but mostly mostly Palawan. So I would drive down the road listening to the radio and trying to pick out, trying to understand, but I I didn't do a great job. And which side of the road are you driving on? Uh, let's see. You drive on the same side as we do, but the steering wheel's on the other side because oh. all the cars are from Japan. <laughs> and... The national speed limit is 30 miles an hour, and there are no traffic lights in the entire country. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Yeah, you too. Okay. And if you have uh, something you'd like to share, uh, please get in touch with me at Podcast Open Mic. That's M-I-C at gmail.com. I'm Lorenzo, and we'll talk again soon.